the perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Chip Patterson, Tom Fernelli, Danny Cannell, and Bud Elliott. It's your call for the best college football coverage from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. That's Danny Cannell. I'm Chip Patterson. You see those sirens in your feed. It's an emergency podcast. And uh, I, Danny, I might have jinxed us when I opened Monday's show being like, when are we going to do an emergency pod? When are we going to do an emergency pod? Because you and I both go to bed early, okay? And what time do we go to bed? We go to bed before Kansas decides it's going to do its 11 p.m. Eastern time. I mean, that's not even like a news dump. That's just trying to sneak it in before you can even get in on the local news. The uh, Les Miles and the University of Kansas, the language says, have mutually agreed to part ways effective immediately statement from athletic director Jeff Long. I'm extremely disappointed for our university fans and everyone involved with our football program. There's a lot of young talent on this football team, and I have no doubt we will identify the right individual to lead this program. We will begin the search for a new head coach immediately with an outside firm to assist in the process. We need to win football games, and that is exactly what we're going to do. Um, that was, I, we're, we landed at a place where we thought we were going to be. Right. And so the, I guess the, um, you know, to, to spin this forward, uh, do you have any thoughts now that we have some finality with Les miles out at Kansas? It was inevitable. Uh, I'm curious to know what sort of deal was struck. Um, you know, the mutual, uh, agreement to part ways seems to me like a couple guys who go way back and Hey, let's not make this thing any uglier. Let's just kind of cut our ties and we'll you know no more embarrassment to you, which I, I don't think is fair. Like, I think if you've done the things you're accused of, you should be embarrassed and you shouldn't get any more of your money that should be coming your way. But, but probably less miles and his attorney who was extremely aggressive in defending his client over the weekend um, has backed off of that probably because of the 200 pages of information, more of which would come available if, he fought this if this was lingering longer. So this seemed inevitable to me that this was going to happen. It's not surprising at all. What's a little bit surprised to me now is, you know, Jeff Long, who we talked a little bit about as the athletic director of Kansas, what role does he play? Still says he had no knowledge of this information, which if that's true, then why not? Where was the due diligence? What, you know, and they said they did. And we addressed this on the pod the other day then that's a, that's a failure on his part of not knowing and not finding this information out. So I think that'll be a critical 48 to 72 hours for Jeff Long from here forward. Does he survive this? And I think, Chip, the other thing that's interesting is he's saying, yep, we're going to go out and hire a search firm for this one. Like, I'm taking this out of my hands, which is frustrating to me, and it's always kind of a joke. Well, we at the Cover 3 pod, we could do our own coaching search firm. Like, 
you are paid as an athletic director to hire and fire coaches. Like, do your job. But if I was him and I was under this scrutiny, I probably would do the same thing. Like, pin it off on somebody else so that you have that excuse. If there's a mistake made, it wasn't me, it was them. He that's can't, what feels he can't. Like it's happening. Well, you can't allow him. Like, even as the, um, you know, probably there's got to be more internal review at Kansas about the search for less miles, the hiring process to be able to bring him in. And there's no way that that's done. I mean, it's just the timing that it takes to really go back and thoroughly review all that. I imagine that a lot of that is still ongoing. Like you cannot have Jeff Long come out here on Monday night as all of this news is still so raw and be like, and I got this. I am going to lead this search and I am going to find the next head coach for Kansas football. I'm, do you think that Jeff Long's job status is still, uh, or future is still a little bit up in the air? I think so. I mean, that's why I think the next 48 to 72 hours will determine that because I'm sure there are some tough discussions uh, being had between Jeff Long and I'm sure he's fighting for his job uh, with the university and trying to explain how this happened, how this unfolded and how he couldn't have known. And I'm sure he's making his best case that uh, I'm sure if I was him, I would say, this is impossible. No one knew about this. And yet in the circles of college football, things are said, rumors are there. And a lot of them are just that are rumors, but it is your job when you hire somebody to make sure that you know everything about that potential candidate. And I think it makes sense why he wouldn't have because of a relationship they had prior. Like he probably thought, you know what? I've known less for a long time. Yeah. He's quirky. He's got some things. And if you heard some rumors, well, maybe that was just him being quirky and that was a way to write it off. I don't know how he excused it, but I don't necessarily believe that Jeff Long knew nothing. The question is, can he explain it that way to the university to keep his job? And that I don't know. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't, but I think we'll find out in the next two or three days. Kansas offensive coordinator Mike DeBoard is going to be the program's acting coach. You and I both uh, hinted on Monday's show about the potential uh, interim side of this. And now we've got to start thinking about, you know, who would take over for Kansas you know, where, where did the Jayhawks go here? Because if you go and look at the on-field results of this program going back more than a decade, it just it has not been a place where it's been easy to be successful. Um, and I, I just I we've we discussed it a little, but you know, is this job attractive? How do you see it playing out? And if Mike DeBoard continues to guide this program, what are even reasonable expectations? But Elliot uh, on the group chat texted in that Kansas is essentially uh, a full recruiting class's worth of scholarship players away from having their their full allotment right now. And you've got uh, Les Miles leaving the program, and that opens up the door potentially for even more transfers here in the what will be a tumultuous spring, much like we saw at Tennessee. I mean, what can... What can you even expect from the Jayhawks uh, as as we go into spring practice and as we look ahead to the fall? Not much. I mean, I think this is a bottom five job at the power five level, maybe bottom three. I mean, it might be one of the worst jobs right now as you look at the landscape of college football. I mean, Vanderbilt, I think, is a tough one for different reasons. But at least Vanderbilt and our buddy Barton's going to try to do this. At least you can sell Nashville. You can sell the SEC. You can sell academics. Like, there's a lot of things you can sell. I don't know what you're selling at Kansas right now that makes it attractive. Uh, you know, are you selling 
15 years ago being relevant and, you know, making an orange bowl, that's tough to sell to coaches, let alone high school recruits. Like they're not looking that far, far deep in the history books. I almost feel like the best option for them now is to find somebody on the staff that can run the program, that can get you through spring ball, that can get you through this season and use it as an opportunity. Like, Hey, this is a one-year audition for you. And whether it's Mike DeBoard or somebody else on that staff, make it an opportunity. And then, then you get a full cycle, you know, see what, how, what shifts in the landscape of college football. See if there's a young coach who might come out of the woodwork that we are not talking about. See if something happened where one of the hot coaches has a down year and maybe you can pull him out that wants to get to the power five. Um, because we're in March. I mean, this is crazy. Teams are already almost done with spring football and you're going to try to go pitch somebody. I just, I mean, if I think it's worth exploring some options, you know, and we were talking about it the other day, Tom was kind of like, well, maybe Lance Leipold is a name that would listen. Maybe, you know, somebody that's going to do something different and wants to take on this challenge that wants to be that. Cause I do think you're going to have to back up probably a six or seven year deal to make this attractive. I don't think you can spend with the bigger programs in the big 12. So you're going to have to use longevity as your selling point. Maybe you get somebody who looks at this as a project and a very unique project and says, yeah, let me take that on, but it's going to take a very unique individual to want to take on that challenge. And my my gut tells me that the options that are out there right now, if you make a hire in the next week or two, are not going to be great options available. Okay. Now, can I just take this to fan sports guy land? I mean, you, yep, you, you, and, I, you and I got to hit about a lot of different sports. We got to be in a lot of different places. If Kansas lines up in Gonzaga's bracket, I'm taking the Jayhawks because I think Bill Self, it's like no one's watching him. He's cooking, right? I mean, this is a situation where, A, I think Bill Self's done a tremendous coaching job turning around this Kansas team and, you know, the way that they finished the season. Uh, I think that right now he's got to be looking around and he's like, yo, my, my boss is stressed. They've got a lot on their plate. The whole athletic department, everyone's going over their emails trying to make sure that there wasn't any evidence that anyone knew anything. Like it, it is, uh, from a working standpoint, I think that there is a national championship winning coach who already at a basketball school carries a good amount of weight, but I kind of feel like he's entering the, uh, the big 12 tournament and the NCAA tournament. Like, Ooh, that looks stressful. <laughs> you know, like just totally <laughs> dialed in on the Jayhawks right now. And it's that he's the one that probably should be feeling the heat and should be feeling more pressure. So I'm because I'm they're a four seed. Like this is going to be one yeah. of the lowest, uh, one of the lowest seedings that Kansas has had yes. in a long time. Right. And he's in like the year that's been bad for blue bloods. And you could be under some fire for all the issues that you've had off the court. And they're all looking at the football program. Are you kidding me? That's a great situation for Bill Self. Yeah. Again, that is uh, irresponsible of me from a yes. journalistic standpoint and totally <laughs> reckless, but. But uh, as you know, we do are sitting here with the NCAA tournament and March Madness coming up. I, I just put myself in Bill Self's shoes. And my starting point was I've, I've talked about him and written about him as doing a great job over the second half of the season with a team that I don't think is very talented. So uh, maybe, maybe they're, they're a trendy pick uh, what to be you, able to make yeah, some yeah. noise. What if you uh, are, let's say you're named athletic director at Kansas 
and you're calling Mike Nor- or uh, Jay Norvell, you're calling Lance Leipold, you're calling a Willie Fritz. What are you selling them on? Like it's, that's what I was going to the other day on the podcast. It is one of the toughest sales pitches in college football. You've got to be able to. You've got to be able to have somebody that's going to oh, appreciate the, the way, community. By the way, if you're Jeff Long, you're like, hopefully I'm here too, but right. I can't guarantee that. Like, yeah. good luck trying to sell this. That's why. That's why I think once they find out how hard it is, I think the university might have to look at this and say, you know what? Like we might have to clean house with Jeff Long and we might have to go in a different direction. And some of it goes back to some of the issues that have happened in basketball too. Like it's a little bit of a mess right now. Oh, it's a, yeah. And Bill Self had the the FBI cases and everything else yes. along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In wild and stuff. answers. I mean, I'm, <laughs> go on. <laughs> Incredible, incredible stuff. He is Danny Cannell. You can follow him on Twitter at Danny Cannell. We will uh, be keeping our eyes on all the latest developments and be bringing you news when we do get it from the Kansas coaching search or whatever comes next uh, from the Jayhawks. Uh, Additionally, as Bud mentioned on Monday's show, probably not going to hit Ed Ogeron or anyone at LSU, but as uh, the, you know, Uh, the Title IX investigation continues. Uh, We will uh, keep our eyes on that as well. Danny, thank you very much. You got it. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.